What's up, everybody? My name is David E.J. Berger. You can find me at Carl Jr. on Twitter. And welcome to Training Camp Dialed In. I'll be featuring phone calls with NFL writers and reporters from the actual sidelines of camp, getting their first-hand accounts of the action from a fantasy perspective. This is the place to be all month long, so you need to subscribe to the Fantasy Authority feed, the exclusive home of the super short-run, super niche, it's super essential podcast for the month of August. And we are back. We are back. The training camp hype trains will not stop and neither will this podcast the party continues and things are really getting exciting now drafts are happening my main la home league demanded that we start our draft today instead of saturday had to take a whole league vote everyone signed off we kicked it off interesting format deep keeper six veteran keeper one rookie keeper we have a little taxi squad so just can't demote and promote from the taxi squad for that rookie keeper as you play more and more fantasy you 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 want the the little tweaks the interesting caveats league to league Brees hall went first off the board followed by aaron Rodgers, michael pittman kenneth walker mike williams alan robinson michael thomas i had the eight spot i took jalen waddle juju went in the nine spot amon ross st brown in the 10 spot so interesting format interesting first round a lot of veterans in the pool this year sometimes it gets a bit rookie heavy in that first round not so much this time around anyway that's a little on my league and we are here to help you with your leagues and we are going to today like we do every day we're talking about a team that doesn't have a lot of hype but does have some potential gold buried underneath the noise of the fade we're talking the chicago bears the darnell mooney hype is out there and mooney truthers Prepare to pocket some confirmation bias. I dialed up Sean Hammond. He covers the Chicago Bears for Shaw Local News and Bears Insider. You can find him at Sean underscore Hammond on Twitter. And he's about to deliver the definitive guide to the 2022 Chicago Bears. What are we waiting for? Let's bring him on. Ladies and gentlemen, Sean Hammond. Hello. Hello, Sean. Hey, how's it going? Good, man. How are you? Good. I'm excited uh, to chat once again. Thanks uh, thanks for yeah. joining me. Yeah, definitely. The Bears are a team that uh, drafters are, I'm going to say, semi-interested in. Um, <laughs> I'm interested to find out more because I, I feel like fading the the anti-hype is a good place to find some value here. And, uh, what, you know, usually I start out by going over last year a bit, but we're tossing out last year, Sean. Out is Matt Nagy. In is head coach Matt Eberflus and offensive coordinator Luke Getze. From what you've seen and heard in camp, uh, what style of offense uh, are they putting together in terms of scheme, formations, tendencies? How is this Bears offense going to operate in 2020? Two. Yeah, so you know, like like you were saying, you you got to throw out last year and forget everything you knew about about the Bears' offense under Matt Nagy because this is going to look totally different. Luke Getze is coming in as the offensive coordinator. He comes from the Green Bay Packers, where he was the quarterbacks coach with Aaron Rodgers, and um, you know he's definitely on that Matt Lafleur, Kyle Shanahan tree, where where they're gonna they're gonna try to establish the run. And, you know, they're going to have their linemen moving a little bit more laterally with that outside zone uh, running scheme. 
I expect to see a lot more focus on the run game with with David Montgomery, with Khalil Herbert, and you know pick their spots with Justin Fields, and and hopefully that is a way that can make it a little bit easier on a young quarterback who's you know who struggled at times last year as a rookie and and was kind of you know dealt a, a tough situation in an offense that that where there's so much uh, relying on the quarterback. Yeah, let's talk about Justin Fields uh, a little bit more here. He did have a rocky rookie year, but uh, just like we're tossing out the offense as a whole, I'm tossing out his uh, rookie year. I'm giving him a pass. uh, (laughs) Here's your free pass, Justin. But how has Fields looked? Are they setting him up for success? You know, a lot of people, they wonder, you know, is this new regime? They didn't draft him. Are they going to meld with Fields? Uh, What's what's Fields been like and uh, what's the chemistry like uh, with, with him and the coaching staff? Yeah, so chemistry is is good all around. I mean, you kind of expect to hear that this time of year, of course, but they have really enjoyed working with Justin. And, you know, they, they say, you know, you get all the cliches from from QB coach uh, Andrew Ginoco about how Justin's in there early. You know, he beats me to the to the film room, whatever. Um, so so he's certainly doing the right things. Um, I think the, you know, the scheme is going to be a little bit more run heavy. So if you're looking you know, for all those passing yards, I don't know if, if this offense is where you want to want to look for that. But certainly, I think Justin has a good opportunity to pick this up. Last year, he did not have those those first team reps in training camp. He was not the guy. And, and then Andy Dalton got hurt and they had to throw him in there with very little preparation with the first team offense. And and you saw how that went his first few starts. Uh, you know, it's totally different this year. You know, this is Justin's offense, and and that's a good thing for the football team. And and if you're you're looking fantasy wise, you know, there's no question about whether Justin's going to be playing. Uh, you know, barring any injury, um, yeah. And it just comes down to the scheme. I mean, I think they'll find better ways to utilize his legs. I think they're going to get him moving outside the pocket a little bit more and running boot and and you know running more RPO certainly. And and we'll just kind of have to see uh, once we get into the season, you know, what exactly that looks like. Fantasy gamers and drafters, uh, they're excited for the the potential with the legs of Justin Fields that, uh, you know, the proverbial Konami code QB for fantasy. It sounds like we might see more of that. What's his comfortability like? Does he seem more confident? It seemed like at times last year, you know, he didn't want to use those legs, but is he like uh, stepping up and and maybe getting the first down with the legs now? And uh, also, how's the accuracy with Fields? Yeah, so... so he has, uh, you know, his, his decisiveness has been quite apparent. You know, he, he makes a decision and he goes with it. And, and you kind of saw that in those early starts as a rookie that, you know, there were some times where he wasn't sure if he should stay in the pocket or tuck it and run. And, and certainly in training camp, we've seen him be very decisive about what he wants to do. And, you know, we've seen a lot more RPO, which I think can play into those strengths as well, those, those running strengths. And uh, as far as the accuracy, I mean, the accuracy has been good. I'm more concerned about the receiving core he has working with him than his accuracy. I mean, his arm is going to be good. He's got the deep ball. He's, he's able to hit his targets. It's just a question of if his targets can get open at this point. Well, let's talk about the, those pass catchers next. And we do have a headliner here. Uh, Darnell Mooney is is a guy people are excited about uh, in these fantasy streets, uh, coming off an 81 catch over 1,000 yard season. And it seems like that connection with Fields is pretty strong. How has he looked? And uh, do do we expect you know him to be that number one target for Justin this season? Absolutely, 100. percent He is the number one target, and and 
you know, in my opinion, he's probably the only fantasy relevant receiver on this team. I mean, you look at the rest of the guys they're trotting out there, Equinemius St. Brown, Byron Pringle, who's been hurt for much of training camp. We haven't really seen him. Bayless Jones is a rookie. Um, Darnell Mooney is the clear number one. And and you can see that in, in practice. I mean, they have a phenomenal connection, Justin Fields and, and Darnell Mooney. It's really apparent in, in their timing and in the way that they seem to find each other in those key spots. I, I would look for Darnell Mooney to be one of their their number one go-to guys on third down. Um, you know, he's not a big dude. He's he's you know, he's he's small, but he's fast and and you know, he can do a lot of different things for you. We saw him last year, you know, take a screen pass and, and run, I forget what it was, sixty plus yards for a touchdown at one point, but he can also be that deep guy uh when they need him. I think he's gonna be there kind of do it all receiver and and he has spent a ton of time working with justin in the off season they went down to atlanta together and, and worked out with some private coaches and, and stuff like that so their connection seems to be really good right now and you've you know seen guys like alan robinson in the past who i think you know gamers and drafters are more comfortable with as as being hashtag good at the game what do you think about mooney overall as a nfl wide receiver i mean is he you know in the middle tier top tier in your opinion what, what kind of receiver is mooney yeah i mean i think last year you know a thousand yard season that's that's impressive for anybody you know that certainly gets you he certainly works his way into that middle tier and and i think there's the potential to be top tier you know i think ideally on a on a winning football team that's trying to compete for the playoffs i think he'd probably be your number two but with the way this roster is right now they don't really have like a you know Allen robinson is gone he, he was their number one guy and they don't really have a guy in that mold uh to to fit that role and so darnell mooney you know, whether whether Bears fans like it or not, he's going to be their number one this year. And I do think he's a really impressive player. I mean, he is better than than maybe he gets credit for, you know, outside of Chicago. We'll have to see it another year. You know, we got that one year, thousand yard receiving under his belt. And uh, now he's very clearly the guy and everyone's going to be looking towards him. And we'll have to see how he sort of responds to that. But I, I expect him to, to have another pretty good year. You know, we, we're doing this call pretty quickly here and, you know, we don't have a ton of time. So I, I have a question for you. Are any of these, you kind of, you've mentioned the other guys already. <laughs> are are any of these other receivers worth uh, taking up time talking about on this podcast? Oh man, I, I really don't know. I mean, right now on the depth chart, they list Equinemius St. Brown as the other starter opposite at Darnell Mooney um, he's he's kind of been uh, the you know the guy running the crossing route over the middle who you know he's a big body uh, he can catch a ball in traffic for you but he's not gonna he's not really gonna put up the fantasy relevant numbers I don't think and like I said Byron Pringle's been hurt we haven't seen him in like almost two weeks uh, Valus Jones Jr. the rookie is is pretty intriguing they kind of want to use him as sort of a jack of all trades uh you know receiver maybe throw him in the backfield from time to time but he also has been hurt for for about 10 days um, we might see him in the second preseason game but but we'll have to wait and see on that beyond that i i really don't think anyone is going to be relevant fantasy wise i'll tell you who's going to be relevant fantasy wise it sounds like this run game david montgomery is falling out of favor though with drafters and falling down in drafts despite a solid end of season last year but he did only total just over 1100 yards and 
only had seven TDs. So people spent high draft capital on him last year and maybe a little bit uh, deeper in their priors on that one. There is some buzz for second year running back Khalil Herbert, a player I like, and uh, Dynasty Degens like them some Tristan Ebner. You know, it sounds like the ground game is going to be important to the scheme. And how have these guys looked and how do we expect this room to play out? Yeah, so so David Montgomery missed... I believe he missed four games last year with a knee injury. I, I think those numbers would have been pretty close to his his 2020 season if he hadn't missed that time. I, you know, he's he's still going to be the number one in this offense, and and you know, if he stays healthy, I think he's going to be a, a a workhorse for this offense. I think they're going to mix in Khalil Herbert a lot, though. Uh, you know, those those two guys are going to kind of be be one and two, and and you know, it, it's hard to say without without actually seeing this offense and, and seeing what the bears are trying to do. But if you just kind of look at the history of Luke Getze, like I said earlier, it comes from that Kyle Shanahan tree. You know, you look at what the Packers do. They, they, they have multiple running backs. You look at the 49ers, they always have multiple running backs who are really good. So I kind of envision something similar. I think that's what they're, they're kind of trying to do here. I guess, you know, make Montgomery one a and Khalil Herbert one B and, and certainly when you're running the ball a lot, you know, injuries happen. So, so Khalil, if David Montgomery gets hurt at any point, you know, Khalil Herbert is going to be a really important piece and, and could pick up some, some really, really important points for you in fantasy. Absolutely. And any of these um, more of the pass catching back uh, than, than the others, uh, David Montgomery did have a, a decent amount of catches last year to flow gamers a little bit. So he's not, uh, you know, he doesn't have stone hands or anything, but uh, is one of them more the standout pass catcher? Yeah. I mean, of Montgomery and Herbert, I would say Montgomery just because he's done it a lot more. Like you said, you know, he, he was pretty much a three down back for the bears last season and nobody really talks about his catching ability, but yeah, he, he was, he was good in the past game. We haven't seen Herbert do it as much, although he's generally, I mean, you know, he's a kick returner, so he's he's good with the ball. He he can he can catch the thing, and you know, Tristan Ebner is is the rookie they got. Uh, he's maybe their third string guy. He's certainly a little bit different mold from those guys in that he's he's quick and fast, and and you know, they might find ways to use him in the past game quite a bit. But you know, he's going to be buried behind those other two guys on the depth chart. Is there any buzz though with Abner from the coaches? Oh yeah, certainly. I mean, they like him, and, and they wouldn't have drafted him if they didn't uh, foresee a future with him. And and I certainly think that you know it's important to have those types of guys who can catch passes out of the backfield. And and you know his speed is what's really impressive. You see him make a catch, and he can turn the corner and 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 really uh, run blow by guys. And uh, you know it's it's impressive to see. But at the end of the day, I mean, unless somebody gets hurt ahead of him, I don't know how often he's going to be out there. Cole Komet is a guy that people are really wanting to break out. Uh, I mean, this guy's he's getting a lot of hype. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. How, <laughs> I don't know what why people are staking their their brand on Cole Komet, but they are, Sean. They are. Are we wish casting this breakout uh, or does it look like he might be primed for a breakout season? I know the run game is going to be important, but how is the tight end fitting in here uh, in 2022? Yeah, here's here's what I'll say about Cole Komet. I I think he is primed for a breakout. Now the caveat here is is you're talking about a Bears offense that's probably not going to be that good. Uh, so I don't know that the numbers are going to look like what you want from a, from a quote unquote breakout star. You look at this passing game. He is by far he is absolutely their number two target behind Darnell Mooney. I mean, all those other receivers we mentioned. This it, Cole Komet is the number two. Um, he's going to see a lot of action. You know, he's going to be running up the middle of that defense and, and catching those uh, balls in, in 
tight spots with traffic and, and all that. I certainly think we will see fantasy guys, fantasy players will, will like to hear this. I think we're going to see him be targeted a lot more in the red zone. Allen Robinson was a guy who, who kind of took that role in the past and, and he's gone and Mooney is a really good receiver, but he's, he's a smaller dude and, and Cole Komet's got some size. I think he could catch, you know, last year he didn't have any touchdowns, which, which if you were hoping, if you had him on your fantasy team, that, that, you know, that killed it for you. So uh, I expect him to score a bit more. I expect him to be more involved in the red zone. The problem is I don't know how often this Bears offense is going to get to the red zone. So I, I see a good season for him, but it's it's all relative based on how this offense does. Sean, where are you at with this team in general in, in 2022? In the football talking community, it's it's not great for the Bears. They, they get clubbed a little bit, uh, but, you know, you're there every day. You're seeing this team. Should they get more more love than they're getting currently in, in the current climate, uh, you know, in the, the dog days of August here? No, I don't think they necessarily should. I mean, I look at this team and I, I think they're somewhere in the range of maybe like a six-win team. Uh, you know, the offense... They're, they're they're changing the entire run scheme, which is going to take time. And the offensive line looks totally different than it did a year ago. Uh, you know, which, you know, if, if you have David Montgomery might concern you, but I think uh, even if it takes a couple of weeks, I think they'll be rolling in the run game, you know, with, within a few weeks. Um, that stuff just takes time. And the passing game, you know, I think the receivers are just really going to hurt, you know, what Justin Fields is trying to do outside of Mooney and, and Cole Komet at tight end. <laughs> You know, I think this defense might not be – I know you lost Khalil Mack, but you still got some good pieces there. You brought in some good rookies in the secondary. I think the defense could keep this team in games, but I have a hard time seeing them scoring a whole lot of points. All right, Sean. Well, we're going to get you out of here. I have one question left, and it sounds like it'll – I usually say it's a toughie, but it sounds like this might be even tough based on your prognosis of this team. Okay. But what's your boldest fantasy prediction for this Bears team in 2022? Oh, man. My boldest fantasy prediction. You know what? I'll I'll take uh, – I'll jump on the Khalil Herbert train. I think he's going to have a good year. You know, David Montgomery is a really good running back, but the amount that these guys are going to be running the ball, you just figure that he's going to get – get banged up at some point. And, and I could see a scenario, you know, I could, like I was saying earlier, I could see them using a second running back a lot more than they did under Matt Nagy, just because they're going to be running the, the ball a lot more. Uh, so I'll say Khalil Herbert, you know, I'm, I'm excited about him and I think he could have a big year ahead of him. Sean, you've said it all on this Bears team. Where can people find all your stuff? Yeah, so uh, check out shawlocal.com. That's uh, Shaw, S-H-A-W. And uh, find me on Twitter, Sean underscore Hammond. Sean is uh, S-E-A-N. And uh, yeah, I'll be covering the Bears all season long. Awesome, man. Well, thank you so much. Uh, this was uh, this was great. And uh, have a great season. Yeah, thanks. Thanks again for having me. Darnell Mooney to the Mooney. Yeah, I said that. You are now dialed in.